Hello guys and thanks for listening to another episode of the JRE Review where each week I review uh, as many of the Rogan podcasts as I can and uh, kind of you know throw down a summary and give my opinions and occasionally I have guests on uh, that were inspired by different podcasts of the week and uh, and we talk about it and really it's uh, it's it's just an homage to Say thank you to Joe Rogan and that show and Jamie for inspiring so many people. And um, and that message needs to be talked about, you know. they uh, Other than it just being a really popular, great show, like I say a million times, this isn't like watching Late Night with, with Conan O'Brien or any of those guys. I mean, yes, that's entertainment and so is Joe's show, but Joe has a deeper message that um, is is different and it's important and it needs a voice and we should talk about it. So, you know, I love to do it. That's why I brought this podcast. And that actually brings up an important point um, that I want to give a shout out to a guy that makes YouTube videos called Samuel Rivera. And he runs Samuel Rivera Films. And the reason I want to give a shout out is because I like watching those motivational videos you know, on YouTube, kind of get you pumped for different things that are difficult, you know, or if you're just feeling down or you're feeling frustrated or you're kind of beating yourself up, they, I don't know, they seem to, they seem to work. They seem to do something. Uh, some really good ones out there um, that just exist on their own are Jocko Willink's um, Good, all caps. If you haven't seen that, it's only two minutes long. That one's a great one. That's a great one for like picking yourself up, dusting off and just kicking ass again. And Jocko is, you know, the dude's a legend. If you know Joe's podcast, you know Jocko. But uh, Samuel Rivera does this one called Growth. And it's a Joe Rogan kind of spliced together montage thing. It's only three minutes long. I listen to that one almost every day. I think it's, it's, I just haven't found a better motivational little video that I would want to listen to all the time. Obviously, you know, I'm a fan of Rogan and I like, uh, the podcast and all the rest of it, but you know, I listen to him enough. It's not like I need to hear that voice again. It's just such a well-placed um, little video that I, I really wanted to give a shout out and and uh, and and you know, make sure you guys knew about it so you could listen to it. Uh, I want to read just real quick his little uh, Samuel Rivera's little um, blurb on YouTube just about himself and it says uh, somewhere around 2008 I'd hit rock bottom I was 100 pounds overweight going through a divorce I was drowning in debt living in my parents spare bedroom and I didn't know exactly how to turn things around not long after I came across the Joe Rogan experience and started listening to his show hearing his positive words and thoughts that you can change your current circumstances no matter what became the blueprint for the way that I live my life and who I have become as a person it's never too late to improve your life and head down a new path make the most of this journey because we only get one shot at it be inspired and then it says samuel rivera films that's really cool in so many ways because not only did i see this video and think hey this is great this is super motivating it must have been made by a super motivational person and obviously he is but at the same time 10 years ago, he was in a completely different place. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it does it does a few things. It shows that no matter where you are now, you can 
create a better tomorrow. That's an important message for anybody. But also, the that's the voice. That's the message of this podcast is that somehow what Joe does on this show can really change people's circumstances. And it's, it's incredible. Uh, it really is. But anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get on to the podcast of the week. Um, so many great podcasts. Like uh, Joe went hunting for a week somewhere, probably Utah where he usually goes. And uh, kind of gives everyone who's a big fan time to catch up on podcasts. But he also likes to squeeze in as many as he can before he goes. Uh, you know, he's getting paid for these, so he likes to get all the guests in. Um, so there were a lot, a lot, but a lot of good ones, a lot of great ones. Um, podcast 1172 with Morgan Fallon uh, was really fantastic and one that it, it was just a really important conversation and discussion that in so many ways I've been waiting for. So um, basically Morgan Fallon worked on Parts Unknown with uh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, obviously, just a few months ago, he um, committed suicide in France. And, you know, it's been very difficult for, obviously, the people that know him and fans of his show. And, and that show was amazing. I mean, it was less about food and more about the beauty of human beings all over the world. And his poetic narration was just next level. I mean, he's, yeah, the guy's unreal. Yeah, it's such a good show. And if you guys haven't checked it out, watch it. It's it's so good. It's so good. But uh, Morgan Fallon worked with him for 10 years and knew Joe from when Joe first went hunting on the Meat Eater show because he also used to work on Meat Eater. Now, I've had friends that work on Meat Eater and I'm in an organization with a guy that used to produce it. Um, and one of my old roommates actually um, uh, had worked on that show. So... So uh, just seeing how many cool people have been a part of it and, and then listening to this guy. I never uh, met Morgan, but he sounded like a great guy. And he just wanted to sit down and talk to Joe and really kind of like get get some of that energy out and that frustration and, and pay his respects. And uh, hearing so much about the Parts Unknown show was really pretty amazing. Um, so like I said, he worked on it for 10 years and how he met Anthony was a really cool story because, so, um, I guess Meat Eater had finished or he just decided to do something else. Uh, so they, so they said, Morgan, you know, fly out to Egypt, meet Anthony, you know, and, and start the show. So he heads out to Egypt and as soon as he gets there, it's like, right, we're going to shoot some stuff driving through the desert. So he's like, okay. So he hops up on the roof, which is ballsy as hell. Now they're like riding through the desert. He said they were going like 60, 80 miles an hour, like insane speeds. Probably wasn't that fast on the, on the sand. But, you know, I'm sure while you're sat on a roof, anything feels fast. Well, the crazy thing was on the roof was a bed, like a, you know, like a double bed frame that was just tied to the roof. Now, it sounds weird, but like I used to live in Sri Lanka. I mean, when you travel over to places like Asia and Africa and, and these different places, you know, they do stuff differently there. They do some weird things. Like you'll see somebody riding down the road on a bike and they've got like a motorcycle and they've got like six crates of chickens on the back. And, you know, people are just doing what they need to do to get stuff done. It's not like it is around here. So hearing that they had a, 
you know, a bed frame on the roof of a car and he's holding onto that while filming. It's crazy, but it didn't, it didn't su- surprise me at all. And uh, when they arrive at their destination, this guy, uh, Morgan Fallon, is, is bruised up to hell, you know, bouncing around. And, and that was when he showed Tony and Tony was like, OK, this motherfucker's on board. He's cool. And then they were tight ever since. That's cool. I like hearing those sorts of stories. Like, that to me is just, it, I don't know, it says a lot about character or something. I just like the lunacy of those guys. But Anthony was an incredible explorer and he was willing to do what it took to make that show. And, and you know, I'm sure he held the rest of the staff um, to that same standard. I mean, you kind of have to, right, to make good shows. Um, but yeah, so they talked a lot about how Anthony's narration really made the show. When you watch the show, uh, it, it shows him going different places, eating with fascinating people, great restaurants, street food, whatever. But it was the way he put his narration together so poetically, so beautifully. Like it just really changed the way that really anyone sees food. Um, and that was something Joe was saying because Joe had spent some time with Anthony and they'd hunted together. And he said it was the first time somebody made me realize that food can be art, right? Like temporary art. And that it's, that there's something more to it. And, you know, Anthony wasn't a snob either. He didn't just eat at the best restaurants, though he did. He also ate at, um, you know, hot dog stands and, and just wherever. Like he, he followed the food. Um, and, and there's just something really beautiful about it. it obviously, this podcast was touching and moving and it was sad and and you know everyone got choked up uh the day of anthony's suicide or the day after the lead singer at all text joe and uh basically said so much for the set celebrity jiu-jitsu match because the lead singer of tool is brown belt he's a good jiu-jitsu guy and, and i guess anthony bourdain was a huge jiu-jitsu fan and trained all the time and and they were going to set something up and that was when joe's stomach just sank uh, he said that he cried. It was very ero- emotional and uh, um, just tough, you know, so tough for these guys that knew each other and just hearing great people and imagining their pain. And yeah, really difficult. And, and like I said, Anthony, he loved jujitsu and he trained all the time, uh, even when they were shooting the show up in Montana. Um, when they went hunting together, Joe and Anthony, they, I guess Anthony left and went to somewhere in Bozeman to find a school and train, which is really cool because I, I have friends that live in Bozeman and I've been up there. And uh, just to do that in such a small town, I mean, it really shows that you you are incredibly passionate about, about that. And uh, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, that it just speaks to him. I mean, his passion... Uh, for knowledge and exploration and food and people it was really what made that show absolutely incredible and uh, um, I mean it just it just it just was so inspiring I guess is the best way to 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 describe that show I mean just everything about it was like uplifting and interesting but there was just this like no bullshit thing about it too where it wasn't overly produced in the standard you know bs tv way i mean it was as real as it could get 
and you know he'd get pretty trashed a lot of times and uh you know be like fucking chain smoking and just drinking and having fun and that was what the show was it was like look at me doing this i mean yeah crazy um Something they did talk about is that Anthony started smoking again, which came as a bit of a shock because uh, Joe remembers him saying that he had quit smoking after many, many years of smoking uh, because of his daughter. He wanted he had a daughter, young daughter, and he's older, and he said, I want to be around. You know, I don't want to be on an iron lung. And so to start smoking again was, was a bit of a shock to people. It came as a bit of a surprise. And then he also had stopped training jiu-jitsu. And, you know, along with that, I mean, when you stop training, when you were so obsessed with it, that says something as well. That says something about what kind of where your mind's at. And, and you know, that I, I don't think Joe or Morgan were like trying to find, you know, oh, what, what were the causes and what were. But I mean, you know, things do slip in certain directions. And, you know, some of those dark thoughts can tr- creep in and you, the person doesn't always realize and the people around don't either. And I think that was all they were just trying to, to talk about and get to it. And, uh, and, and towards the end, they, they talked really about the positive areas of things. Going back to Meat Eater, which Morgan worked on, uh, just saying how working with Steve Ranello, there was this one episode where uh, the episode was about hunting a bear and he got to the end of it and at the end of the episode and there was the bear and he went to take the shot and he didn't take it. He decided not to. And it just felt right. He went with his gut. And that's different than how old shows would be made. You know, old shows, they would have shipped the bear in in a cage and threw it into a field and then had people shoot it. It was something ridiculous. This was just more real and more touching. And um, moving from the uh, Meaty to show to Anthony's show and seeing that same energy. uh, Like there was this one episode where... Tony is, I can't remember where he was, but they were supposed to be hunting octopus. So he gets in the water and he's like snorkeling around and they're throwing dead octopus off the boat into the water and it's just floating down and he's supposed to pretend to catch it. And he's just like, this is the biggest pile of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Like you just can't have fake shit like that and make it like a a show. And the fact that CNN of all places gave... Um, gave Anthony the opportunity to make something so real and so powerful and so good. I mean, it just changes television. And I'm I'm excited to see what other shows, you know, get inspired from this and what other networks allow it. With networks like Netflix, you know you're getting some good stuff because they're no bullshit as well. And they're going to allow people to put their best foot forward and really come up with some great shows. And, you know, Anthony's gone, but his legacy and what he brought to entertainment and just the world is it it carries on and it's and it's fucking cool and i miss that show and i miss the idea of him being around and uh and yeah it was cool these guys got to talk so check this one out it's really good it's always cool when you know you get to hear the really emotional side of, of what people are thinking and and uh it's really beautiful but anyway There we go. That's a great show. Thanks for tuning in. I love you guys. I'll keep this going. Um, There's going to be quite a few this week. So check them out. Cheers.